Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. Invesco QQQ is proud to sponsor this episode and even prouder to provide access to innovation for the last 25 years. Basketball has had innovations over the years, too. We're seeing the game played in new ways every day. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. This Get Mary podcast episode is brought to you by our favorites, Bean Ninjas. Now, these guys are your guys if you need some online bookkeeping done because basically they take out all the effort of your bookkeeping, right? Oh my gosh, they're like lifesavers. And I think it's cool because today we're talking about a topic that is, in other words, following your passion, following your bliss, possibly creating a business and you need to know this stuff. So definitely check them out. Definitely. Head over to beanninjas.com and you'll find everything you need to know. That is B-E-A-N-N-I-N-J-A-S.com. Okay, let's get into today's episode. Welcome to the hashtag Get Merry podcast, helping you live your healthiest, your happiest, your most merriest life possible. We're your hosts, Emma and Carla Pappas, aka the Merry Mix Sisters, aka the Marys. So are you ready? Let's get married. Could doing more of what you love actually make you live longer? Well, apparently, yes. It's confirmed. <laughs> Hashtag fact. <laughs> I'm really excited about today's episode, How to Live Longer According to the Blue Zones. I've been reading a book called Ikigai. I think that's how you say it. Ikigai. You have to say it like that, right? Or is it like a double E? Yeah, there. Ikigai. Anyway, it's a great book. It's all about living longer. And one of the key elements of longevity is finding something that makes you jump out of bed in the morning. Well, that's actually what ikigai, however you say it, means in Japanese. And that's where that word and I guess that kind of way of life I think became a thing in the blue zone. How do you say that word? Japan. Okinawa. Yeah. So that's one of the blue zones. And uh, there's, I think there's five blue zones in total. And I know one is Ikaria in Greece. Another is Sardinia in Italy. Another one is Loma Linda in California. I probably said that so wrong. And Costa Rica's Nicoya Peninsula. Mm. So what is like the blue zones are basically places on the planet where people, the percent of them, the percentage of how long they live is really, really high. So in Okinawa, especially, there's like people who live until 90 and then above, like even 111. Well, I think um, that is the place where the most over 100 year olds there are. And what I love about this place, like we should go and visit for sure, because they're actually, not only are they known about longevity and long life, like they they know that they are. 
So it's not like that people have been like, oh, go visit. Like it's the place of longevity. Like the people who live there, they know that they live a long time. And so like they freaking love that they live a long time and they plaster it on like signs and things like welcome to the town of longevity and things like that. Like how cool is that? I feel like maybe they the blue zone term even was created there like that term I don't know if I read that and just that could be a faulty fact don't like repeat me on that but anyway cool so we should all go visit but what actually there's even like a drink like they drink this juice this certain fruit and it's known like it's really potent citrusy you can't drink it straight like you have to drink it with water and it's like the elixir of life apparently and you can even buy bottles of water this is probably going a bit too far guys like it might be for the tourists (laughs) but you can buy bottles of water where it's like longevity water (laughs) i'm gonna get myself some of them but um yeah so it's and i guess like that's the cool thing there's like all these things that like are the same thing in each of these places right and that's Mm. why they're called blue zones like they kind of have these same qualities of life and it's like okay well these guys live longer than the rest of the world so maybe we should bring in some of these things to our lives even Mm. though we don't live in these places because obviously like I mean it could potentially be like actually the place in the world like the geography like you never know energy is a thing right like there could be some magical energy in these places but, like, we can look at how they live and attempt and try to bring in more of their ways into our ways. Yeah, well, I think it's important to note that, like, all these blue zones are very mm. non-city. They're super small. It's slower living, less stress. And I guess it's, like, more kind of old school life, like living in the villages, mm. the community, the farms. Yeah. Like, so yeah. one of the big things about Okinawa, like the the things that they talk about, why they think they live the longest is because they're all about community. Mm-hmm. Like they're all about spending time with friends. So when they interviewed over, I think they interviewed over 100 people who were in that later stages of their life and every single one of them had a vegetable garden, which was something like that they loved to tend to and then they would share the vegetables with their community and like they all wouldn't plant the same things they would share and like then they would swap and do all that kind of thing and that's so amazing and the other thing that they made sure that they did was they saw their friends like they socialized but don't you think it's (laughs) funny because it's like oh okay well that's so doable and it's also something that we I think can tend to leave off our list our weekly to-do mm. list right because life is so busy and frantic and overwhelming and I've got to get here and I've got to get there and I've got to pick the kids up and I've got to get to that place and I've got that appointment and now I, oh my gosh I didn't do enough work I need to do emails at home now and it's just like this go 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 oh and my it's gosh, like it sounds so frantic <laughs> I know well it is sometimes take a breath and then it's like you forget about your friends or maybe you're like oh like I'll just see what they're doing on Facebook I'm totally up to date you don't mm. even check in with them and then you bump in to them maybe and you're like oh you've been doing this 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 and you feel like you kind of are caught up with them but you're simply not because not everyone shares their whole lives on Facebook it's anyway. always like you get that you look so good you look so happy and it's like are you gonna ask me if I'm happy like are you gonna ask me how I am like do you really want to know or are you just gonna like tell me that I am happy because you saw me on Facebook it's interesting well I mean even I had that when I was going through that breakup and 
everyone was like, you're so glowing. You look amazing. And I was like, I was bawling you're my like, eyes out. It's because before. of the tears. It must make my skin glow. Something <laughs> like that. But it was really interesting. And I feel like that's a really fun future topic for the, like a whole topic oh, yeah. on the show. We'll definitely be talking about that. So two things. They grew their own vegetables. They harvested them. Cool. We so should do we that. Should do that. Uh, we have a herb garden. So I feel like we are a step ahead. So everyone plant a pot of herbs and share them with your friends. And let's, <laughs> let's also book in more social occasions. Don't get stressed out about them though. Like maybe we can welcome back the pop-in. Yeah, bring back the pop-in. And also I feel <laughs> like... You know, like the social occasions, I think sometimes you put pressure on yourself for them to be some extravagant thing Mm. or sometimes they can be associated with unhealthy food and unhealthy Mm. drinking, maybe binge drinking if you have like old friends that, you know, that's what you always did. Or new friends. Or new friends, yeah, true. (laughs) Or like anyone who likes doing that. But I think it's like, okay, well, let's do the catch up where it's like, let's go for a walk or let's have a picnic. and Let's do a potluck. Yeah, and like enjoy the the alcohol socially if you want to or not, but don't like it's not like catch up with friends and get really drunk. No, let's not do <laughs> let's that. Let's not do that. <laughs> yeah, let's find other social things to do. And that connection is super important. So connection to other human beings is one of the things that they believe allow them to live a longer life. So this is really important. And I think we need to take note of that because I think we are losing that human to human connection. Oh, 100%. We've like social media on the rise, which like, of course, we love social media. We're very grateful for it. We can now connect to you guys. Like how awesome is that? Amazing. But there's nothing that beats real life stuff. And that's why if you ever do see us in real life, make sure you say hello and please and like come and chat. Mm. It'll be really nice to see you. Yeah. And so the title of the book, Ikigai, which is what we spoke about before, it's like finding your reason to jump out of bed this is another thing another key element of living a long life so it's finding a purpose for your life or finding meaning to your life and what they were saying is it it doesn't have to be like your business or your thing where it's like this is my thing and this is my only purpose it's more about like how you decide to live your life so it's more like a choice of how we live because really when you think about it when you wake up every morning you can decide to jump out of bed no matter what you're doing no matter what's on your schedule so it's whether we choose to see the things that are happening during our day as those things that inspire us to jump out of bed or we see those things that are happening during our day as things we're going to dread and we don't really want to get up and I just want to suppress snooze again and again and again. Mm. Well, I think, you know, we talk about it often. It is our perspective, right? It's the way we choose to see things. And sometimes that is like a really conscious choice. Like instead of letting life just roll with it and our reactions just kind of controlling us and our emotions controlling us, it's like, okay, wait a minute. Like I'm consciously going to choose to bring a sense of fulfillment to my work, even though it might look really boring on paper. Like where where can you find the purpose? Because any job can actually be linked to your purpose. So for example, I work in an office, I'm just like pretending office job, Typing, boring. I'm just pretending. I don't work. Yeah, I don't. Know. <laughs> <laughs> so but I'm just saying, hypothetically. Like, <laughs> hypothetically. <laughs> oh yeah, that's the word, right? So I'm an office worker. I'm not particularly passionate about what I do. Like I'm like, it's great. I get paid every week. 
but my purpose is to feed my hypothetical kids <laughs> like and look after yeah. them right because I love them they're my world they're a part of me and they bring so much joy to me and my yeah. life at home is my is my passion and my purpose so it's like okay I am here typing this email that I'm not particularly passionate about but it is allowing me to to create my purpose at yeah. home and to feel fulfilled. Yeah. Yeah, and so we we can look at it like that and then there's also the kind of icky guy where it is a thing that you're like super passionate about and you're like, "Oh my gosh, I could do this for hours and hours and hours and I have no idea how much time has passed." Because in the book they talk about flow state. And flow state is exactly that. When you're doing something and you're so present that you just don't even know how many hours have passed. And so for another example from the book is like a lady loves to weave. And so her ikigai is weaving and she would go and weave from 7 a.m. until 5 p.m. And then she would go and see her friends. Like that's what that was her story. She was like, and then I, until I got tired and then I would go see my friends. And there's also this other story and they talk about this company with, um, they make makeup brushes and they're very specific brushes that use very specific bristles. And the reason why people love them so much is because these bristles are hand-picked, selected, one by one. And they went to the factory to see these brushes being made, but they didn't see any bristles. And so they asked the owner, like, where are the bristles? Like, where do they come from? And he was like, oh, we don't usually show you this, but we're going to. They took them up to like a faraway place and there was one lady, like one older lady who has been doing this her whole entire life. She's the only one who knows how to pick the bristles. And so she's trying to pass it down to like her daughters so they can keep this tradition going. One lady picks the bristles. That's her ikigai. And she was so just like, present with the bristles didn't even put her head up apparently when they arrived like that's just how she was wow and isn't that that way of life is so eye-opening and different to how we live right like look I'm like bloody passionate about what we do and it is my it's my purpose ikigai. it's my ikigai but I tell you what like I get distracted, like no, nothing else. Like be like ding, or oh, there's Facebook, mm. like check that. And I think it's like that's the world we live in, right? Like it's like we've let that kind of take over. And again, back to that thing, like we have to be conscious and decide, okay, like I'm not going to look at my phone while I'm doing this work that I love. Oh my gosh, amazing. And I think also for us, because our business is on Facebook, it's also quite trip difficult um, sometimes. <laughs> a little bit tricky. Yeah, I love this so much. But maybe it's like we look at the elements of our business where we can bring in this presence. So it's like when we're writing a blog post, okay, switch off every other screen on my computer, put my phone away, put it on silent, even turn it off, like turn my phone off. Who I don't need it and actually write and just write and see how that feels so differently instead of being distracted, left, right, center, shiny object. Oh my gosh, like guys, we are bringing, bringing that in. Like that's going to be a thing, I think for half a day. Half a day? Can we do that? Half a day a week or half a day a day? Half a day a week. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, great. Excellent. I can do that. I can start with that. It's like half a day a day. That's a lot. <laughs> All right. So the one of the other things that they talked about now, this is probably one of the things that is most asked, I think, about people who live longer. What do you eat? What do you drink? Like that kind of thing. Obviously, people think it's all to do with diet and movement. But 
they don't really believe that when they were interviewed. What they did believe, which I thought was kind of interesting and I thought something I could probably welcome in, was uh, (laughs) eating until you're 80% full. (laughs) How do you know when you're 80% full? It's before you're full. (laughs) Oh my God, this is so hard. (laughs) Like, it's so funny. (laughs) And like, it's like, go back a few episodes. Yeah, that overeating episode. Yeah, overeating has been a part of our lives. So... I feel like this this thing of 80% full would probably change our lives in so many amazing ways because I still eat to that full mark. Mm. Like I don't I very I don't you have this line on your body where but, it's like oh yeah the food but is wouldn't rich it be, that- Do you know what would be really cool if like there was something that was like ding okay you are 75% full. This is your last three bites. Really enjoy them. That sounds like some kind of robot. I'm not sure you want that. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) But seriously, but yeah, I think get in tune with ourselves more, right? Like, so again, banging on about this conscious living thing. It's like, just like be there when you're eating, be mindful when you're eating, because I think when we overeat, we tend to be super not focused on what we're doing. Maybe we're watching TV, maybe we're on our phones, maybe we're reading, like just not thinking, or maybe we're just shoving food in our mouth. Maybe we're just like standing at the kitchen bench, like with a fork and a massive bowl and eating it. We I, just didn't do that. No, I have been doing, like I never used to do that, but since like now living by myself, like half the time, anyway um like I do that I just eat at the bench standing and it's not very good (laughs) yeah you were so funny when mum was up last week you were like I'll just stand like because we like our apartment has very limited seating as in like we have two stools and the rest is floor space so like if you come to our place it's either the floor or one of the stools and you have to be first like first two people to sit right so it was like it's all right I'll stand I'm used to it anyway I was like okay crazy (laughs) well I don't know sometimes because the stools are too high as well (laughs) anyway it's eating until you're 80% full so it wasn't more about like what you eat I mean they did go into that but it was more about like eat until you're 80% full because then you're not your body's not going to into stress just to digest your food another big thing they talked about was eating at least seven different vegetables a day and I was like oh <laughs> like seriously hands up who does that because I definitely do not okay what did I eat today actually I've been actually, really, we good today. really good today I've ha- but I've had a lot of baby spinach and I feel like maybe that is a thing like too much of one thing is never a good thing right yeah, but we did have a great colourful salad. So that's what they talked about, like having all different colourful salads and different colourful vegetables on your table and enjoying them. Another thing they said to help with the 80% thing is to eat off little plates. So have like several different little plates in front of you and it feels like you're eating way more than if the food was on one big plate. Oh, and then you like pick off each plate? You still eat it all. Like you still eat until you're 80% full, but it's the way it looks. Like it's all spread out on like five different little plates, like all these different things. And then you just eat them. And does everyone have five different little plates? Yeah. Five different little plates. That's weird. (laughs) Okay. We don't need to do that. But you think about like sushi on little plates. Like they do that. Mm, True. There's not many vegetables in sushi though. True, but one of the things that they eat a lot of is white rice. And I don't know, we don't eat that much white rice. But I also think that's because of the place, you know, where they were born. Also, the seaweed thing. They eat so much more seaweed, so much more iodine. Like literally like 
10 times more iodine. I don't even know. That's Maybe 20 times. Like, I like, don't know. Maybe you don't more. need any sea iodine. But the thing is I've been deficient in iodine like for so many years and it causes so many health issues like thyroid issues, goiter, like a swollen neck, like a swollen freaking thing in your neck. And it's awful. It make, it messes with your emotions. It makes you crazy. It makes your eyeballs puffy. Like there's all these things that a low iodine can lead to. I don't want to freak you out if you're like, oh, my God, I have all these things. But it was really awesome when I did figure it out. Because as soon as I started taking iodine, I felt like a different human. Like it was literally like I went from this sad, depressed human to a really happy back to, oh, here, Emma's back. Woohoo. But the thing is, I must just have be like really prone to being deficient because if I stop taking a supplement, I go low again. And like I I kind of like didn't monitor it. I just kept on taking iodine. And then my doctor, Dr. Rach was like, oh, we should probably check this. Like you might be too much iodine now. And it was kind of, it was looking like I might be. But then we did a test and I was low still, even though I'd been taking all these supplements. So mm-hmm. it just, it's crazy how our bodies work. And I think like, because especially if you're like, us how we eat like you don't eat much salt anymore and I'm actually also low in sodium too now so it's like okay I can add salt to everything and it's awesome (laughs) but anyway yeah so maybe eat more seaweed yeah they do eat seaweed that's the thing that they do in Okinawa um so it's not really what it's more the 80 percent leave the 20 percent and they talk about yeah like maybe not having dessert like that could be a good thing that you do and because, like, if you're always having dessert, then maybe just don't have dessert and you'll be that 80% full. So that's interesting. That's a little tip, a little hot one. Um, and the, <laughs> So the movement that they talked about, so they're not – you'll go to these communities and they won't exercise. You won't see someone going for a run. I remember when Marcus, Marcus Pierce talked to us about going to Ikaria and him and Damien were like, I'm going to go for a run. And – all the Icarians were like, why would you run? Like, why would you do that to yourself? Like, you're crazy. And they're like, oh, we want to exercise. And they're like, no, 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 you're doing it all wrong. It's not going out and exercising. It's just pretty much nonstop movement all day, every day. So it's not like they don't sit for more than 30 minutes. It's not like that. Like they, they're always up. And this is the research is if you're sitting for more than 30 minutes at a time, your body can start to like degenerate. So we need to get up every 30 minutes and move our bodies, reach the sky, reach for the toes, side bend here, side bend there, a little walk. So it's like put the little reminders in your calendar or your phone. So we're not sitting for eight hours straight a day, which is very, very common. Do not sit at your desk and eat your lunch. Don't do that. And I just want to say, like, this sitting for all day is super common, right? Like, it's mega, mega common. It's more normal to sit all day than not sit all day, especially if you work in an office, office obviously. Uh, so get up. It's time to move. Like, I'm like we need to all do this because that just scared me yeah. that your body is degenerating. Oh, my God. I am literally scared by that fact. Like, Don't get scared. Just move. Like, so it's like don't – it's knowledge is power now that we know let's make sure we're getting up every 30 minutes and moving and they talked about yeah finding movement that you love that's a really great thing as well so they all do a lot of yoga like yoga is a big thing and this made me really excited because we love yoga 
yoga is magic. And the reason why they talked about yoga is because it brings in mindfulness. It brings in connection to the breath. So they said this was really, really important for creating a longer life. And I was like, ding, ding, ding. This is amazing. We're already doing this. So yes, if you've never tried yoga, I would highly encourage you to go and try out our free yoga class. Go and do it. TheFrameXsisters.com forward slash free stuff. You'll actually find two free full-length classes there and you will love it. I promise you. But they said that mindfulness is very important. Less stress, very important. And they also said a little bit of stress is okay. (laughs) (laughs) I like how they like clarify that. A little bit, you're okay. So, yeah, I think um, in today's world, oh, wait, some some people's jobs, yeah, you can move. Like, I don't know, like tradies, like uh, builders, like you're moving all day pretty much. Like they're just like, boom, like on it. But they're going to live so long. Well, I don't know because their smokos are probably not very healthy, you know, like that's the thing. But um, so how can we bring this way, like more movement into our day, like, we, we realistically right and that's like everything like how can we like make these little things a part of our reality like obviously we might not be able to live like these people like we don't live in the same place we don't have a big space for veggie patch maybe there's not like like I don't know we're we are busy we still have to do the things right so it's like how can we add moments of this into our day And like, yeah, at the office, make sure you get up and stand up and do some chair yoga or whatever every 30 minutes. Like get up and touch, touch your toes. Get up and walk to the kitchen and get a glass of water. Like, cause then that's going to keep you hydrated as well. Or get up and like, yeah, bring your knees to your chest. Like just do a few of those and then sit back down. Like it's very easy to bring a little bit of movement every 30 minutes. It's like, it's just that reminder. And one thing I also think like that I've just been reading about is like blocks of work. And I think this works really perfectly for this thing because imagine if we just created blocks of work, which were like 25 minute blocks of work, non-distracted. That's my block of work. I'm going to get this, 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 and done. This, this, this done then our alarm goes off and then we move and then we have another 25 minute block so really it works not only for our movement but also for our productivity and our effectiveness in our workplace oh i like that are we going to start that i don't know i think we should let's do it are you guys in let us know i think that it could be a really great idea the the blocks of work thing it's either 25 minutes or they also like this is in the work book that i was reading i think it was was it Work less, make more. Did he talk about this or did I read it somewhere else? Anyway, or it was 90-minute blocks. And I was like, oh, 90 minutes, too long to sit. You cannot sit for that long. It needs to be a 25-minute block. Oh, my gosh. Well, I just get so sore and, like, stuck. And, I mean, like, back on that topic as well, like, uh, sedentary living is a new smoking, right? Like, this this obsession with sitting and not moving is going to be this huge thing in the future where it's like, oh, like, all these illnesses have come from sitting. Mm. Like, how, but so dumb because we can just get up. It's very undoable. Like, you know what I mean? Like, so we, it's easy to do, but then we can undo it. Undo it by moving. Create a new habit. And yeah. I mean, like, new practice. Movement is easy. Like, like, let's start using that. Like, movement is easy. Movement feels good. Yeah, let's m- bring in the new mantra because I know that, like, sometimes we can think it's hard and, like, oh, where am I going to fit this in? If we start saying, like, Adding movement to my day is easy. Like adding movement to my day is important. Adding movement today to my day is going to make me live longer. Like we're adding these values to why we're doing the movement, which will encourage us to do more of the movement. 
which I think is very exciting. And I mean, like I used to love like when I did work in an office, like, I mean, you always have a pin board, right? Like stick some stuff up on your pin board, like affirmations, like get up and like in a nice way, like get up and move like every, Mm. like remind yourself because yeah, you can get kind of carried away with craziness at work and emails are coming in flying Mm. in at you left right and center and you're fully like engaged in your work which is great but it is so important to take those breaks and not feel bad about it because literally what is five minutes of taking a break gonna do I mean like and you can think about work while you're moving if you don't want to (laughs) like change your train of thought like think about work Mm. yeah and then I think coming back to the stress thing It is like all about that presence, isn't it? So it's really easy. And they talked about this. It's easy to live in the past. It's easy to create anxiety and fear about the future. If we come back to the present moment and we can do that through breath, we can do that through movement, we can do that through fully being conscious of what we're doing in this moment, whether that's eating, whether that's our ikigai, whatever it is, then the stress starts to melt away. So we don't get that like, like I'm running out of time feeling. And this is like the common thing that these people spoke about. They were just like, yeah, I've got all the time and I'm going to keep moving, keep doing. Like they were always inspired. I think we in the Western world, like, you know, oh, when I turn 60, I'm going to retire. Like they don't even have a word that means retire in their language. Well, that I read that, that, um, you know, you don't retire. That's the thing. That's a part of it. You don't, don't retire. And I also actually watched an Alan Watts video, like, you know, the philosopher, one of his viral videos, well, not his, cause he's passed, he's dead, but like his old lectures put to like cool video stuff and music in the background. They're so powerful, them things. And he was just like laughing at the fact that Western culture, like this is the idea of a great life, like working your butt off, like going up the chain, like getting more money, promotion after promotion, and then getting to 65 and retiring and then being like, oh, I'm too tired to do anything mm. though. And it's like we're missing the point. Like life isn't about – it said it's not about the journey. I think it is about the journey. It's not about where you're getting to though, right? Like it's not about this shiny thing over there. It's literally filling your life up with moments of beauty, magic, and presence, right? Like you got to be presence to see the mo, no, to see and notice <laughs> the moment. Spit it out! Oh my god, just too excited about this. And it's so like we don't have to be like that just because like our past generations have lived like this. Just because maybe our parents think we should be living like that. Not that ours do at all. <laughs> they're very supportive uh it's like okay we can change our perspective mm. and we can realize earlier than we have to we don't have to wait till we're whatever age we're gonna wait to to figure it out and be like man like why did I wait this long like why didn't I realize when I was 20 or 30 or 40 or however old you are right now because now is the time you can notice yeah now if you're listening to this now you can like be like oh yes I'm gonna start living like that I'm gonna start treating my life like that because every day is so precious it's not that we are just doing this life thing to get to another place in life the life is only happening now and that's the true magic very 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 exciting one last thing I think which was really interesting with one of the interviews and I thought it was an interesting way to think about it they said the key to a long life is to keep your hands busy so it's like do like things with your hands like make things and like 
yeah i was like wow and they were saying that like your brain connects to your fingers and your Mm. fingers connects to your brain and it keeps the brain alive and i think it's similar to like always learning like learning something new and doing the changing up the routine and changing the brain patterns like keeping the brain healthy by learning new things and if that's yeah learning with your hands or if that's going to a dance class or if that's doing a sudoku whatever it might be and I guess like that's the whole like Alzheimer's and dementia Mm. thing too like that is on the increase but one of the ways I mean all of these ways probably help that right totally uh even the breathing because there is a type of dementia that is related to lack of oxygen. Seriously, that scares me. Like, I know. Like, can we all please take a deep breath? And can we all please just deep breathe, like, maybe for 10 minutes a day? Oh. <laughs> all day, every day. Uh, so, yeah, so it is, like, keep busy, keep learning, and get excited to learn. Like, it's not a waste of our time to learn something random. No. It's, like, it's it's not only helping our brain health, not only will we have cool stuff to talk about as well, Right. Yeah. Like, it's always nice to have, like, a cool thing to bring up in a conversation. I think so. Like, I did this or I learned this or I tried this. It's nice than just your regular, how are you, what have you been up to, or not much. Work, busy, so busy doing this. Yeah. So I think it's really exciting. All these cool little things that we can add to our day that actually create a longer life. So what are they? It's having that community focus, so connecting in real life to humans, having that community where you feel safe. So what is that? What is that for you? And how can you be part of that? How can you step out of your comfort zone and maybe try something new and meet those new people and build that community if you don't have it? Or maybe it's about showing up to your current community because you have forgotten about them. Mm. Yeah, it's like taking the initiative or like maybe it's like setting something up. Like you have a group of friends Mm. and it's like, okay, well, once a month even, like let's do this. Mm. Let's go to each other's houses. Everyone bring a plate so it's not stressful. Or like just do it for afternoon tea or morning tea yeah. or water, whatever. You don't even need food if, it, if that yeah. stresses you and out. And then there's the diet. So there's the 80% full thing, which I think is a, a fun thing to try and see how you go. There's the movement. It's moving constantly or continuously not continuously obviously you have to sit for a bit but it's being more aware of your movement and where you are maybe sitting too much and it is also finding movement that you do love and if that is something that connects you to your breath it's even more amazing Mm. and connects you to presence and mindfulness because that again is a couple of the things that aid in longer living so yay for that and then it's just all about bringing in less stress. So, like, all these things do bring in less but stress, But you forgot really. the big one. The ikigai. Yeah. The ikigai. The, the whole passion thing. And as we said before, it's not like this big almighty thing. You don't have to, like, freak yourself out and be like, oh, my God, like, I don't know what my passion is. It's like just finding that sense of purpose for your life, the reason you get up in the morning. And literally that reason could be super-duper random. Like, whatever, like, makes your heart like sing whatever Mm. makes your heart be like "Ah." and they talked about uh victor frank frankel which his book Mm. man's search for meaning and i know we've talked about that a few times but it is any man or woman who has a why can deal with any how so it's like if you have a why for your life anything that's thrown at you any obstacle any hardship you get through it because you have this why you have this purpose you have this meaning for your life and that's really exciting so 
having a why, a purpose, a meaning actually creates more motivation for life. So it's almost like we backtrack to this why and that's going to be the motivation to be your ikigai. So it doesn't matter what that why or that meaning or whatever that is, whether that's family, whether that's you have this passion for painting, dancing, whatever it is, that's going to get you through the hardships. And I think anything that helps us get through these hardships, because hardships are going to happen in life, right? Like that's a fact. Like we can't go through life smooth sailing. Like that just won't happen. And if it does happen, you're probably like hiding in your house and not doing anything, not actually living out of fear, out of fear of these hardships, right? Like if we go out and live our lives, if we go out and put ourselves out there, if we show up, if we like go and experience the life, there's going to be blocks, there's going to be obstacles. And maybe they actually are there to lead us to the right way, right? Mm. And that's how we like to see it. And I think what helps us have this amazing perspective, which helps us get through all these, this stuff that happens to both of us is a link to our purpose. Mm -hmm. Like, what we love doing every day. Yeah. Like without that, I, like I wouldn't know how I deal with all these hardships, but I think I can reflect and be like, yeah, that, that bloody they have, helps me. Because they have a meaning. Like the yeah. hardships have a meaning as well. Because you're like, it's all right, I'm going to get through this because when I get through this, like I'm going to learn something or like this will happen or whatever. Like you have that why, you have that drive. And I almost – you know how sometimes we think, where's my motivation? It's all gone. Like, I just don't feel motivated for life anymore. It's like, find the why, find the purpose, and then the motivation will come after that. So it's not trying to find the motivation because the motivation isn't really a thing until you have your why and your purpose and your meaning. Because once you have that, then the motivation is just always there. Like it comes at higher, it comes at lower, but it's always there because you come back to your why, you come back to your heart and you're like, holy moly, yeah, life. And literally like 100% that is true because I experience that. Like so if you guys are like, I don't feel that, know that it can be felt. Mm. And I always love it when people are like, I can do this because and like whatever we do is proof that you guys can do it. Like we're totally. not we're not like super magical humans. <laughs> I mean, we are. We are. But so are you. <laughs> <laughs> so like we all are. We're all the same. Exactly. <laughs> I am you. You are me. We are one. So this is really, really, really exciting stuff. And I'm excited to learn more about this. I'm excited. Mm. I'm going to do some more studies on it. And so I can share more the, more of this with you about finding meaning and purpose in your life to create motivation for living. And so I'm going to bring it. I've already Googled it. So there you go. (laughs) I'm on my way. Guys, like this is pretty much how we do everything. Google it. Yep. Okay. No, I've Googled a course. Like I'm going to do this. A proper course. Holy moly. I'm excited. (laughs) See, I feel so. See, never stop learning. And I feel so excited. Hearing Carla talk about her excitement for this thing makes me feel excited. And that is the gift you give to people around you as well. Like when you find something you love, yeah, like talk about it. Be excited about it. The passion in your eyes, the glow in your eyes, like that inspires other people. And, And it's so, it's such a beautiful, amazing trait. And never, never kind of devalue that trait. Never feel like you're being too much or oversharing. Like 
share that. Share that magic. Your enthusiasm for life itself is a superpower. Oh, please share, share it. Share it. We and if no one wants to hear it, we, we will. will. We will listen. We want to hear it. Yeah, send us like audio somehow. Yes. Like I don't know. Or Instagram videos. Yeah. Tell us what your passion is. Yeah. Yes. Okay, you guys, we're going to sign off for the week. Hope you have the most amazing day today, the most amazing week ahead. Whatever it is you're doing, how can you bring some icky guy into your day? That jumping out of bed kind of feeling. Oh, it's pure magic. Oh, bye, Yay. guys. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlingbranch.com. Code Buttery. Exclusions apply. See site for details.